our new friend. Have you heard any of this stuff before? Non-duality? No. All right, so we we'll always give you a, a primer. So just take the definition of it. It means not, non, not, and then duality is two. So duality is, uh, seems how things go here. Hot, cold, yes, no, male, female, day, night, yeah. There seems to be a polarity of things. And we think one is different than the other, good, bad, and stuff, all like that. But let's say it's a dualistic uh, pattern that keeps, you can see it everywhere if you look at things. You can see somebody's life goes into addiction, that goes to recovery. Yeah, this seems, it swings one way, it seems to swing the other way. Every coin has two sides, yeah, no matter how many times you cut the coin. So this idea of duality, unbeknownst to many people, is really stemming from dualism in a sense, which is subject-object. So that's the original like uh, polarization of nothing, so to speak. So there would be seeing, you know, the event of seeing, and then the mental state's reaction to that is see or seen. Yeah, so it takes something that's just that and makes it two, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So the subject would be obviously the seer, and then the scene's the object. Yeah, and yet in this case, this here is seer, and they're seen, but where, she, where Tanya's sitting, they're seer seen. So at the exact same moment, I'm appearing to hear that I'm the seer, and from her point, I'm the scene. Yeah? So there's this confluence of subject-object. So even sometimes you believe you're thinking, like you're the doer of the thinking, and sometimes the thinking is about you. So you're seen as an object that's being thought about, yeah? So, it's, it, so this all day, this is going on, subject-object stuff. And there's no, and the way it's balanced is an imbalance, really, because the, the mental state, which is a reaction to what's happening, says that the object is the subject. Yeah, so the qualities of the subject are attributed to the body which is an object. So you're in a, con you know, in a, there's a conflict, there's agitation, so to speak, yes? There's no smoothness, it's no, not complete, it's agitated, so subject-object. And then, and then when light is viewed through that, it appears like it has a dualistic pattern, yes? So, yes, things are great, then they're not, you know? Like I used to have a Tai Chi teacher, and when I'd call him up and bitch about how it'd been, you know, I'd be, I said, I've been bummed out for about three weeks, and he said, congratulations. And I went, why? He says, well, you'll be feeling good soon. And if you had called me saying you were feeling good, I would say I'm sorry for you, because you're going to be feeling bad soon. Yes, because there's this flow. You know, just the way, it, it's not a flow, it's manufactured. If we weren't seemingly this subject-object, it wouldn't be seen this way. Yeah, we're the, we're the uh, author, so to speak, of how things are. Not as Paul, but as what we are, the dreaming, yeah? So if you would take, let's say, light and send it through two lenses, subject-object, 
and they would get confused and then suddenly there would be millions of things appearing and then those millions of things would be sort of defined like a low tide, high tide thing. There's things would be moving. And instead of just being stuck in the particulars, you could see the pattern of it. You would see. So people, when they hear the idea of duality and then they observe light, life, the observation reinforces the, the definition. You start seeing, yeah, I was totally a fucking shooting drugs and da da da. Now it's swung a totally different way. How could that be me and then this be me? Because they're so completely different. Yeah? But the title is given the same. Paul was a drug addict and now Paul's recovered. It's a stretch, really. It wasn't a Paul that was a drug addict. There was just drug addiction expressing and then recovery from drug addiction expressing, really. And they're given a name. Yeah? So that there can be a story told about it, yeah? So the story is sort of like, you did this to get you here, and then the, the heroic story is you did this to get yourself out of there. But really, just like when people, I don't know what happens, but when people tell a story about they ran into a great white shark and they said, I punched it in the nose and it left. Did that maybe really, did it really happen? Maybe the the shark got a little bite of him and said, I don't like this meat and fucking split because they like blubber. They don't like fucking human meat. So, but the story is I fucking punched it and that great white left. Well, try it eight times. I bet you get eaten six times. Yeah. You punch the thing and they get mad. You know, but the story is always us doing, you know, I got myself into this, I'm going to get myself out. You know, it's gone on. It's a heroic story, you as the center of it, yeah? So, and it's so extreme, you can't really say, because Paul as a drug addict has no resemblance to Paul now. I mean, people who knew me back then can't believe I'm the way this is, and people who know me now can't believe I could have been that, yeah? It's a stretch, and people who knew me as a drug addict are never going to listen to me <laughs> because I'm framed as a drug addict. You know, they say, how could fucking Paul <laughs> be sh talking about this? You know, I knew him. You know, we were Yes. So this, this is what happens like with families, you know. You may change, but the family doesn't see you as changed. They have a frame and they know like Uncle Paul or Cousin Paul and you're very, really going to escape that framing. It doesn't matter how many good things you do, they see, see you as that, yes, because this is how the mental state works. But so there's this dualism, subject-object, and there's a confusion because the subject, and it's the mental state's reaction. The subject is, in, in a sense, doing it. It's dreaming it. But in the dreaming, the mental state pins the subjectiveness onto the object. Yeah, so now you're confused. There's a confusion. So the subject, let's say, wants to transcend and get high and be everything. And so it definitely signs up for the three-week retreat. But then it goes to the retreat and then it experiences the objective reality like, my ass doesn't want to sit for 13 hours on a fucking skinny cushion. It's fucking hurting. And so all day I'm meditating, all I feel is my right, right cheek, and it's the center of the universe. And I'm fucking pissed as the subject because I was, 
I'm ready for the chariot. The chariot of the gods doesn't want, it's got a flat tire. It doesn't want to go, fuck, it's not transcending anywhere once they lay down. It doesn't want to freaking sit and meditate 13 hours. So now you got this confusion because you signed up as a subject and now you're fucking paying the penalty because the objects arise. So you can't get them on the same page, you know? So you spend the whole rest of the retreat trying to get out of the retreat. <laughs> you know, finally, and you give up all spiritual pride and just lay down. Fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> You're snoring, you don't care. <laughs> he just gave it up. So this thing is, you can't, it's sort of like, how can it go? It's in conflict. One wants to march this way, the other one march that way. You know, it's not gonna go anywhere. So, so the duality stems from the dualism. Yeah. yeah, because if you're saying we're dreaming, so here's the camera with two lenses, yeah, the undifferentiated light comes through and then it's projected. And as the Course in Miracles says, this place is projected, not it's projection first, then perception. But we believe as the identification that we're perceiving something that's real. We don't see the projection part. Because we're starting, right? We're starting here where the dream seems to have the possibility of being real. So suddenly this now thinks it's perception only. It doesn't get the sense of that there's a dreaming that is producing this. It starts, let's say, at, at the letter K and then lives from K to Z. It doesn't know A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. Yeah, it doesn't have a a clue, it thinks everything starts and stops here, like a thing. And when it goes in, yeah, when it goes, what it calls here, here's the out, when it goes in, it goes to the out, the brain is out. So if, when you go back into what you think is you, which is a, this image, you're in and out, so it's, you're in out all day, there's no in and out. And just like the breath needs to go out to come in and out come in, the attention and interest needs to, and then go back in and rest in its nature, and then come out and fucking do whatever it does. But now it's not getting out, it's not getting in, it's just out. Because from here, so it becomes this loop of self-importance. So all the seeing is attributed to the one object called the seer. It's way too fucking much for it, yeah? It's just way, it's just, this isn't meant to be the center of the universe. It's just too much, it's a burden. It's a complete fucking burden. Yeah, because how, would the center of the universe fart at the most inopportune time? You know, would it like, whatever. It, it's just so much, it just doesn't make fucking sense that I could be what I'm looking for. And, it, and because you take yourself to be this, that's why you can't see yourself as being what you were looking for because you spend most of your day trying to get out of it. Yeah. So the subject wants to get out of the object, but when it wants to get out of the object, it wants to be objectively there. Yeah. So I want to leave the body as a body. There's no freaking way. The whole solution to this situation is before the situation. There's not a there's not a conclusion that's a solution. There isn't. The, the solution is before it, yeah? So the freedom is before the bondage. So the way to get out of self, this idea of being this subject-object hybrid, is to realize you've never been in self, yeah? 
It's an activity that implies in and out, but there's no in and out. There's just an activity, yeah? So someone, the head says, you know, you really feel disconnected. All right, so now there's the feeling of disconnected, which what the hell, how do you know what feeling it is? You may have like constipation. Oh, I'm disconnected. You have fucking no idea. I remember when I got sober, I was so out to lunch, I would be, you know, I'd be walking around and I'd have this incredible, I thought it was a transcendental experience. Like I was entering an altered state and all I needed was a bologna sandwich. My blood sugar had gotten too low and I was, my body was like flipping out. I'm thinking, fuck, it's an epiphany. All I needed was a bologna sandwich. I became, just flattened it right out. So you're, who the hell knows if you're feeling connected or not? It's just made up, the shit makes shit up and then, oh, I'm disconnected, and there's the starting point. And then it riffs completely on that basis, just riffs on it. So now the urge to seek to get connected arises, and then, then you start going out, and all the seeking to get connected is reinforcing the insane idea you're disconnected. And we just don't fucking see it until we do. We don't. We think all our movements is towards things. We don't see the away we're trying to get from. Yeah, there's something that's pushing us and then we think we're going forward. We're really trying to get away or get out of something. And the getting out is the bigger in. I've seen it. How many, how many feet do you need to recognize that the thing, the room will extend while you're trying to get to the wall? <laughs> it's not a real wall that you reach and you go through. It just keeps getting pushed and pushed. And we don't see our freaking role in it. We're dreaming. The Course in Miracles, like it or not, to me, I haven't read tons of books, but that book had the best description of dreaming. And it's telling us it's a, it's a present activity we're in. Now, this is dreaming. There's nothing called a dream. There's just dreaming. Nothing happens, but it, everything seems to be happening, but nothing actually culminates into a happening. It's just verbing. It never gets interrupted and turns into anything. It's just verbing. The mental state is, impl is implying there's a noun on there. And then suddenly, if you have tons of shit going on and you want to see and you want it to have a certain meaning, take a position. Take a position and now that position gives everything the meaning it has. Yeah? Then you think, I don't like these meanings, so you want to change that. Just change the position. But you can't change the position as the position. See? It's like water. If you watch water rolling, you know, water's moving, and in that movement, if something lands there on it, it will take that. Let's say a leaf or a twig or paper, and it moves it. It goes with the current, yeah? And it just continually does it. If you sit there on the shore, you throw like a piece of paper there, it will move over, and you throw another, and it just keeps going. But all you need to do is put a rock in the water, and it changes the current. So now the ship, the rock, and then the current goes around the rock. And as it goes around the rock, it brings the twigs and shit, and they get stuck. And they start building, yeah? To the point you can't see the surface of the water. All you see is the twigs and the paper, yeah? And they're stuck there, and the water gets stagnant. And then you may be thinking, fuck, I, what the fuck? Why is this happening? But if you just took the rock out, and I'm saying there isn't a fucking rock, but let's, if you took the rock out, it would correct itself, yeah? 
and then you would see the water, and you'd see, and you know it, even if the twig was on the surface, you would know it by the movement of it. Because the, to take, let's say you take water out of the Colorado River and you go home and you say, everyone comes over and you say, I got the Colorado River, but you miss the rivering, yes? You, you miss the movement. So the, the, the beauty of this place is it's verbing, verbing, verbing. And the mental state wants to stagnate it, think it knows it, and it neuters it. It makes it a thing when it's thinging, yeah? And so you lose the essence of it, just like we've lost the essence of life's happening, and that's why we're jumping off bridges with bungee cords or shooting coke. We're trying to have a rush that overrides the fucking interpretation, because it's dry and it's fucking the same old, same old. And you, basically, there's been a transfer of life's happening, and you got back life's happening to me, an interpretation of it. And for some of us, it's just not enough. It's fucking unsatisfying. So you're driven to try to juice fucking things up. So you go out, and maybe it's exciting to have an affair. Maybe it's fucking shoot some coke in your neck to get a rush as fast as you possible and lead you to a point you could die and you don't give a fucking fine fuck. You're just living for the rush, yeah? And you're willing to pay the consequences of, because most of the time, if you're on a long run of cocaine, it sucks. Most of the time on cocaine sucks. You're paying, you're paying for the rush most of the rest of the time. It's not fucking fun. If anyone's done a lot of it, they're, if they're saying, oh, it's always, it's not. You get high, you get jittery, you get fucking angst, and it's uncomfortable. Yeah, and so you drink or you take pills to try to get a, a, a place, yes? But you've got to have a commitment to go somewhere if you're going to make it through the first three days. Because you want to go to sleep and then you'll just break through. And it's, this is not fucking fun at all. What drives it is you just don't fucking feel alive, probably. You know? And then you have young, older people telling you what you need to do to be where they are and you don't want to be where they are <laughs> and they're fucking pouring all this advice at you and you're like fuck i don't want to be where you are so therefore i'm not going to do what you do <laughs> basically and i mean i had so many adults talk to me when i was in trouble when i was young as soon as i saw them I have no fucking interest in having what you got. And then you told me the whole plan how to get where you are. I took it the opposite way. I'm not going to fucking do any of that. I'll just, I'm just going to keep getting loaded until a better option shows up. <laughs> I mean, what, what would drive something that far? You know, whatever I know, I came, f I came to it from the relief of the problem, really. The best view you ever have of the, the problem is from the relief of it. When you get relieved of what it's generating, you can see it. And you'll see it's you, really. Yeah, it's another aspect of you. Mm. You play both roles, the policeman and the thief, and the judge, and the jailer, and the jailed. It's, we're dreaming. We have a huge responsibility here. In AA, one of the first big shifts in AA is just to see your role in things. Like in a simple situation where you were making eyes at some babe and then you get into a fight with her boyfriend 
and all you remember is, oh, some fucking guy came and punched me. You don't see that you were making eyes of the babe. So now suddenly you see your role in it, and it's like, changes everything. The emphasis is not on the guy who punched you. You see, hey, I put myself in the position to be hurt by fucking making a move on, on the guy's girlfriend. What? Fucking incredible amount of knowledge. That, you know how, what a baby step that is? To, to the point where you can see that you're the dreaming of the whole fucking place? That you're giving everything all the meaning it has, everything all the meaning it has, all day. Not as Paul, but through this thing. Yeah. What's the possibility then? The, the, the abstinence of blame. You see your role in things. No one's done fucking anything to you. You've set it up to look that way so you can feel better about yourself and make them the fucking criminal. But in fact, you made a decision based on self that put you in that position to be hurt or to hurt others. And so not a big decision based on you, but on self. A foreign fucking installment. Some, a GPS like that movie 2001 when Hal takes over. And they say, Hal, open the hatch. No, Hal will not open the hatch. Hal knows better. <laughs> you will die. <laughs> you what? Yeah, and you're powerless over it because you've given everything over to it. You've been listening to it religiously for freaking years. You think you're going to stop on a dime? No, you hear the message, I may not be that. You entertain the message and see what happens. Yes? If it doesn't work, go back to what works for you. If, it seems, if the spiritual shoes fit, wear them. Because they're not just for fucking wearing. It's going to lead you somewhere. Yes? It's going to lead you somewhere. More gets revealed. Once the whole of revelation is open, more gets revealed. You just keep... And, there's, and you're not even entertaining. All you got... You don't have to do anything. Yeah? Just, just don't stick your head up trying to figure out whose big head is blocking the movie. It's your head. Just fucking realize that, and then watch. Watch what happens. Yeah? And you know, you'd be lucky if you don't have this seat assignment. It's a weird seat assignment. My job is meant to me to be obsolete. Who wants a career like that? You would think you'd want to further your importance, but it's actually eroding the importance because you are what you're looking for. You don't need someone to tell you. If you've set it up, you do, so here I am. But the telling doesn't go on infinitely. Yeah, you'll, you'll, the same stuff that I saw, you'll see. And now we've warned you of some of the pitfalls so that maybe you don't have to fall in the holes that others who have come before have fallen in. Because what we can tell you is about the holes. Yeah? And so that maybe you can divert the whole, save yourself some time and some trouble. That's the point of the message. The message is mostly warnings about what happens after you start entertaining the message, really. Because stuff happens with this. And I don't mean glorious experiences. I mean the system tries to reinforce itself. Yeah. It has you believing you can get out, but it has no worry that you'll ever get out. It's, it'll give you as much line as you want because you're never getting out while you're trying to. Getting out is the biggest in of, their all, of them all. It is. I'm seriously. I'm telling you, it's a joke that you can't laugh at maybe right now, but you will because it's fucking hilarious. 
it's hilarious that something so obvious could be missed while you're so ardently looking for it. It's just mind-boggling. And, and it's amazing to realize it's the looking for it that's the blindness to it. You don't know the role you're really playing here. We think we're small and apps and lack of and we need and need and need. At the same time, what we are is the dreaming. And if you, as Jesus says, as you believe, so it is, that, that's not for a fucking Labrador. <laughs> it isn't. It's not for a mozzie or a mosquito. It's us. As you believe, so it is. It's not so it is and you better believe. No. You're not the secondary player. As you believe, so it is. Yeah? It's not so it is and you better fucking believe. No, it isn't. Your role is freaking huge. You're the dreaming. You're the activity of what you're taking to be real. You're that activity. That's what's so befuddling. That's why if you move, it's millions of miles away. Yeah? If you start looking, it seems not to be there. Why is that? Because that's what you're that. Yeah? The reality, when it looks for itself, hides the reality. How can you find that which you already are? So then you hear this and then you try to nonchalant it. Well, I'm not that interested. No, it's not going to pass the muster. It isn't. You have to see what you're not. And what you're not is going to reappear. And you got to catch it again, even if it seems to be like a drudgery. You got to catch it again until somehow it's been caught in you. And there's a hundred monkeys flip and you sort of get something. You don't have to go through 800 examples. Four was enough. 400 times seeing is 800. It's like 800. It's like 800,000. Yeah? It can go, boom, and then something gets established. Yes? And now there's all the movement that there's always been, but when the head goes, oh, there you go, you're disconnected again. You're, oh, you're connected again. No, no, no. You don't get the joy of being connected, but you don't get the being bummed out when you're disconnected. You're just, in other words, you're not following and being moved by all the treble notes. You're like laying on a bass note. So the bass is underneath everything. And you're just sort of like that. Things happen, da 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 da. You know, when there's a flip out, it's not you flipping out. When there's peace and calmness, it's not you that's calm. Yes? So the quote-unquote nice, attractive things go, come and go, and the whatever come and go. Nothing fucking moors at your fucking dock. Just goes, 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 goes. No movie parks on the screen. Moves, and the next week's show comes, next day, next hour. Yes, there's no fucking parking spaces. No, this is the final movie, no. There's tons of final movies. It just goes on and on and on. And you get a sense of being a verb, finally. 
And that's so much more knowledgeable than all the studying and everything else as a noun. To get a, a sense of what you, you are is verbing. Yeah. You get a new feeling about it. So when someone says, you're the dreaming of the dream, it sounds so much more imp intimate than you're a guy from Long Island, New York, yes, or you've been arrested seven times, or you've had 15 operations. Yeah, 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 that's the Billy, you know, the biography. But the feeling of being Paul is I'm giving everything all the meaning it has. I'm the dreaming, da 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 da, -da. As it is for me, so it is, you know, shit like that. That sounds a lot like a better description of what I am. When I'm described as a verb, I feel much closer to it than when it's described as a noun. Yeah. And then you have eyes to see. Because it's seeing, not seer and seen. It's seeing, and then the pierce or the parsing of seer seen. It's not seer seen trying to see again. It's seeing the seer and seen trying to see again. Yeah? Seeing, yes. The seer doesn't try to see again. There's a seeing of that. Yeah, you see the head go, I'm the seer, I once was seeing, I've had glimpses of seeing, I wish I could see again, you're not that. Yes, you're the seeing, 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 there's no interruption, there's not, you were the seeing but, or you did something really fucking bad, that cuts, no, there's just seeing, uninterrupted, yeah. It's uninterrupted when death occurs. It was uninterrupted by birth. It's uninterrupted by getting run over twice by a car. It's uninterrupted by having AIDS. It's uninterrupted by giving birth. It's uninterrupted by being incarcerated. It's uninterrupted by taking drugs. It's uninterrupted by anything, yes? Just seeing, 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 drug taking, no drug taking. It's just pasted on, lasts a little while, peels off. On and on, everything, nothing leaves a blemish on it. Yes, there's no score being kept. The score is all by the audience. There's no score by the screen. No score. The screen is just acceptance, gloriously allowing everything to appear in it because nothing is real. Nothing leaves an effect on it. Why should it be afraid? Like the Course says, your attack thoughts are attacking your invulnerability. Your attack thoughts are attacking your invulnerability. What you believe is fragile and weak is untouchable. You've made a mistake. You're seeing subjectivity as an object and you're giving attributes of the ob object to the subjectivity. Just like this can be cut, you think that can be fucking cut. It can't. There's, you can't leave a fingerprint on it. You can't fucking grab it and leave a mark. It's untouchable, indescribable, unknowable. Yeah? Turn on that, all that curiosity to know what's unknowable, just turn it on what you're not. And that will prove very valuable. There's this statement in AA, it says, uh, self-knowledge avails you nothing. But if you switch it around, knowledge of self avails you a lot. Yeah? Knowledge claimed by the system will avail you nothing to get out of the system. But knowledge of the system is valuable. Yeah? 
So knowledge of self can go a long way because it will lead you to maybe recognizing that it's not you. And when, it's, when you get a hit that it's not you, there will, be a la- there will be a loss of interest in it. And it's interest that fuels it. Interest and attention, it's borrowed light. It can't light up its sign. It has to borrow or be given the light by us. And we do that because it presents it as being me. If you had a marquee and you had Life of Paul, there were only Pauls would go. And maybe a couple of women who went out with Pauls who want to be vindicated for their resentments. Yeah? It would just be Pauls. Who wants to, see, if you're Steve, who wants to see Life of Paul? But there'd be tons of Pauls and everyone would be really excited. Oh, I can't wait. And then once they realized it wasn't them, they'd want to fucking leave. The only person that would stay there was the Paul it was about. The movie sucks. It's because you're the star that you think it's good. You gotta, why not know where the flavor arises from? You think something's doing something to you. You're fucking in the dark. This is an effect has no ability to cause. The cause is what we are. This is an effect that doesn't leave any mark. It's dreaming. You're going to be relieved of it tonight when you go to sleep. That's how real it is. You forget it at least one-third of the time of the day. That's how fucking real it is. And let's say, if we were saying the other night, you were dreaming last night, and maybe you were dreaming of a, like a five-second event. Yeah? Like... A, one slurp of a ice cream soda, yeah? And then the, when you woke up in the morning, you woke up, and then the next night you go to sleep and you dream of 300 years of many incarnations, da-da-da. It would take the same amount of time to wake up as from the five-second dream. Time doesn't mean fucking shit. You can feel like it's been 300 years, you wake up like that, or five seconds. You don't... What do you mean? 300 years of dreaming, one month of waking up? <laughs> You'd never be able to have a job. You know, it's a week, your eye, one eye open. No, it's fucking you wake up just like you do that five-second dream. Time has nothing to freaking do with it. Tell me it does. It doesn't. Dream of epics, and you, it takes one second to forget. You can forget a millennial in a dream. It's not time. Time is a construct. It's the fabric of the dreaming. It's the fabric. It's not something happening in the dreaming. It's the fabric of the dreaming. This couldn't take off. This couldn't extend without this imaginary idea of time. Yeah? And we're a big player in it because if you're having a bad day, it seems like fucking forever. You take an 11-hour flight. You want to know what hell is like? 11-hour flight, and the only, only screen you have is that plane moving slowly. <laughs> and you can't go to sleep. So every moment, you'd have to be looking at it. It's fucking still over New York. Fuck. Yes, it would be like hell. You know? Slowly. <laughs> You would have the worst 11 hours fucking all time. Yeah? You take your way, you distract yourself and shit like that. In a a matter of no time, you're at London. London. Yeah? It's not, there's no real thing called time. 
It's subjective, yes? Where is it demonstrated in sense, in yas? Where the subject? Where the dreaming? We're of time. We're not in time. We're of time. We're a product of time in time. Yeah? If you see you're not that, maybe you'll get some relief from time in time. I love this message, man. I tell you, I heard it, I don't know how many years ago. This life has been pretty interesting because when I got struck sober, I realized something I had no idea of, which is I have the ability to be convinced, which means I can believe with certainty. I didn't know that was possible, but I went through a hellish life and something stopped that drive to get loaded all of a sudden, and I was convinced that I was not managerial quality. I was convinced of the limitations of the system I was aligning myself as. It was clear as day. I'm not going to get out of what I get in. Yeah? I'm not, it's just not going to, it cannot possibly happen. That was incredible. Incredible. Then down the road, with that as a basis, it cleared up my way of life as an action figure. Then I heard this message. And this message was not another technique about another form of meditation, but who's the meditator? Where is the need to meditate coming from? Yeah? It seems noble, it seems valid, but what am I serving? Yeah? And then also, practicing all that stuff, the evidence was obvious that my own practice was prolonging whatever it was, that, and I was hoping to arrive there through these practices, but the, practicing those things was an elongating. In other words, I never took off. The tarmac just getting kept stretching out, and I never fucking went up in the air. It's just going on and on and on, and it's just like I kept laying more miles of fucking tarmac. So I heard this message, and they just said, hey, uh, and it was like an unspoken yes. I don't know. I felt it like the third or fourth time I heard it was over. I felt it, and I felt like I knew this. I knew, I know this before all the knowing. I know it, yeah? And then I just sort of, and that thing's never gone away ever since. Maybe because I have this position, but it seems to keep getting invigorated. And after, in time, in time, I've come to crown it the last answer because it took the need for any other answer away. Concerning this topic, and this topic was a big topic to me, spirituality. After all the drug addiction, it seemed like the necessary direction. And I was, I was into it, and I would say I was sincere and earnest in my participation. And I put my feet on the path. I, pushed, I put myself into a lot of discomfort at times, just to keep trying to further to break my mind. Because I believe, just like I did when I did drugs, with the drugs, I thought I could taught my mind enough with cocaine that it would snap and I'd still be there. I thought I could break the wires without breaking the, the, the radio. I really did. I had a fucking crazy... And it was a religion to me. 
When people would come over and I was shooting up, my girlfriend says, this is a fucking sacrament to Paul. And they were like, they said, don't fucking mess with him. This is his religion. It was like a religious event. I was just, because I was gonna go out there and push, get close to dying, because I thought something would happen if I pushed it that far, it's gotta snap somewhere. Somewhere it can't hold this tension. So let's push it to the point of like, physical collapse and maybe before that, before I die, it will snap and there, you know, some, there'll be a something, I don't know. And I put my, you know, I went for it. I wasn't fucking, I went, there was no half measures. I went all the way. I can't say I went all the way in spirituality or ceremonies because we didn't have them then, but I went all the way with fucking drug addiction completely. And, uh, in hindsight, you can't transcend an imaginary place. If you're the supporter of the place you're trying to snap yourself out of, that's just bigger part of the place. <laughs> I would have loved to know that before, but that's what, what I learned. And then, you know, I went back to spirituality and I end up hearing this. And in this case, it just stopped a lot of stuff. I just said, you know, if this is so, why do I have to try to make it so, yeah? Wouldn't it be self-evident? Maybe if I stop moving so much, maybe it will shine right through, yeah? And, and to me, non-duality, that's what it does. It's not a call to arms, it's a disarming. You know, you're left with your own devices and you know they failed. I can't figure it out. I can't get it. I can't have it. I can't make myself better to be available to it. It's just a fucking futile fucking attempt. And it could be like a rude awakening, but it's awesome. If you, can, if you don't die and don't act out, it's an awesome. Because the disillusionment is the greatest illumination, really. The disillusionment for the whole system of illuminating is the greatest illumination. You're just freed from so much fucking pushing and pushing and pushing. And uh, the Urban Renewal Project is canceled. You just, this is, you, you're gonna get what you see. And you know, the maintenance is sufficient to run the building. <laughs> it's not the Taj Mahal. Is, but it's utilitarian, it gets around, yeah, and doesn't need much. Every 10 years, maybe a paint job, not fucking every, you know, day. Gets a little wear and tear, but it's doing fine. Gets me to Toronto, not too bad. My legs are getting better, in spite of me. It's awesome, I have a lot of gratitude. All the chronic shit that used to bother me flying is lifting. Yeah, things are getting, the dreaming is getting a lot lighter, yeah? And I'm very appreciative of it, very, as an action figure. Because I've traveled so much and I probably have the, one of the worst travel bodies there could be. This thing could blow up and I'd die. So every time I ever went on a flight, it was taking my life in my own hands. It was so fucking weird, you know? It's like the degree of difficulty was fucking weird. Uh, if you want to go to Bali, you may die. All right, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> What's winging? It's better than here. <laughs> yeah, now it's just all chilled out. It's nice. And this is, it's, this is, there's never been a new answer. 
And I've never met any answer like this. Every answer led to another bigger, better answer. This is just shut the whole fucking engine off. Yeah? I'm running on fumes, really. I am. It's going to end in a few years, I'd imagine. It's going to putt, putt, and slop, and fucking no one's going to come with any more gas. Let it go. Move on. <laughs> so, I just want to share it. I don't know what compels me to share it. It doesn't matter. I feel, you know, it was so weird because I was speaking a lot when I was younger in AA. And I used to watch it, observe it, and it showed absolutely no interest in the body at all. It didn't matter if the body had a sinus infection or was waiting to hear if it had AIDS. It would just come through no matter what. So in AA, there's a statement, you got to have it to give it away. But my experience is if you're willing to give it away, you have it. Because that's how I felt. So I would just show up to the commitments. Shit would come through. And I really, completely, in an observational way, realized I have nothing to do with it. I mean, purely, I mean, incredibly observational. I saw I had nothing to do with it. Tons of Monday nights. I used to do a talk for 16 mon years of Monday nights. And I was in a lot of different conditions and circumstances, finances, everything. It didn't give them shit. It just came out no matter what. So the idea of me, and then I thought, maybe I should try to live up to this. It told me, fuck that, don't try that. You know, just read New York Yankee blogs and fucking go to thrift stores. And, you know, your big goal is to find a pair of pants, you know, and a latte in the city. Wow. Instead of, let me meet the enlightened master of Toronto. No, I could care less. Just go to a thrift store. I'm going to find the Rooster Cafe. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just been, uh, it's really traveling lighter as this, you know, because the value of this message, there's no value in the message of the message. There's no value in awareness and awareness whatsoever. There's value where it doesn't seem to be available. Yeah? So here, it's valuable to know that you're awake because you're awake. You know, it's not like a heroic, I become awake. No, you're awake already. You can seem to be awake to that or you can seem to be asleep to that. That's the two choices. It's, it doesn't change the fact you're awake, you can seem, it can appear to that which is awake that it isn't. That's the dreaming. And there's another part of dreaming where it can appear to the awake that it is that's also part of the dreaming, yeah? You've had enough of, you appear to be asleep to it, let's move to the next phase. There is an, it's an option that you can be seemingly awake to that fact, yeah? And I would say it would be the basis of traveling lighter here. Because that sense is gonna, that's gonna, see, if you were content, your behavior would change completely, a lot of it. If you were satisfied, you know, the pursuit of happiness, yeah, you may not even want to go for it because you're content. Content is so much better than happiness in a way. Content is really nice, very stable. And satisfaction chills the whole system out. And then words like enough become very applicable. You, you, ha you hit enough, like I have enough money, I have enough like socks, 
for Toronto. I have, I have enough t-shirts for Toronto. I have a pair of pants, which was smart. I have a jacket. I have enough. Yes? And then as soon as enough's met, you just chill out. You just go off. Your chores are done. You don't have a giant long list of them. You know, get certain things. You know, I need a toothbrush. I forgot a toothbrush. Get the toothbrush. Ah, that's good. So <laughs> then you chill out and you're available. And if you're available, and of course you're present, how can you not be? Presence, right, appears to be available. And when you're available and present, you're of service. Now, do you know if, or do you have to know you're of service? No, you'll be put to use. You have no idea how what you say or don't say affects others at all. You don't. You're just being somewhere may help a person. You just showing up and not fucking yelling at them may be the best thing that happens that day. Who knows? You have no idea. It's not your job to be the service meter. You just, you know you're available and present and you'll be put to use, yeah? What more do you want? I don't see, I don't see. Why are you fucked up? What's wrong? What's happening? Why is there so much obsessing over something that's not even so? What's being proved? Is it so important to be right? Some people have to be right about being so fucking wrong, you know? So everything has to look as it reinforces how wrong they are. These things are finite. They're going to lose speed. They're going to lose momentum. Why, you know? If you try to hurry it down the road, it will stall. Yeah? It'll make a scene. It will. Like we were talking earlier, you don't go through roadblocks. You see yourself as the roadblock. Yeah? The road isn't closed to you. It's closed to you. Yeah, like we used to do a one, the old, I haven't used this story in a long time. Uh, heaven's door. Yeah, we not used this in a while. So, all right, so let's say uh, this guy, uh, you know, he's tired of this place, so he goes to heaven's door, wants to see if God will let him in. So he go, finds heaven's door, knocks on heaven's door, and he gets really off put because the door opens immediately. There's God. He says, where the fuck? God's waiting right at the door. So he goes, hey, God, can I come in? And God looks at him and says, Paul, can't come in. So then he walks away dejectedly and he tries to practice more and he gets, he's gone to four continents now, sat with eight teachers. He's been authorized five times, being awake, whatever. <laughs> he brings the resume with him. He's, look, he's got the loving gaze. <laughs> he's feeling pretty assured of his chances, knocks on the door. And again, the door opens immediately. There's God. It's like, whoa. And he says, can I come in? And God says, looks right on Paul can't come in. So now he just says, fuck you, God. <laughs> he says, throws all the shit away, starts partying, shooting coke, fornicating, this and that. Falls into a, into a canal, gets washed up right near heaven's door, comes to, wakes up, knocks on the door. God answers and he goes, can I come in? And God says, Paul can't come in. And he walks right in because he saw that he wasn't Paul. God wasn't telling he can't come in. He was saying Paul can't come in. Jill can't come in. Mary can't come in. As soon as he saw he wasn't Paul, he had entrance to heaven. Yes? 
When he was taking it personally, Paul can't come in. He made his own exile. That's the beauty of it, yeah? You're not going to get it, and you're not going to have it. If you did, you'd lose it. Yeah. This is just and always available at all time, fucking inherent pre-state. That what comes after can't really fuck up. Can't. Now, you can convince what's after that it's fucked up something, but you can't convince that. <laughs> it's just seeing. It's inclusive. It's big and large, and whatever you can do cannot take you out of its boundaries, really. You can't be exiled. Yeah. So a little bit of that goes a long way here, really. And what's going to bring it here is you. You're of it. You're not of what you're in. You're of that. Let's bring in some of the of. Yeah. As St. As Francis says, it's in self-forgetting someone is reborn or something. They're all implying the same thing. What would be self-forgetting? Now, self can't self-forget. That would be remembering. It's loss of interest, yeah? You lose interest in the idea of you, and in a sense, you forget you, and in that forgetting you, the interest now reveal something else. Not to Paul, but as Paul. Yeah? All these cryptic things aren't cryptic. They're, they're like prescriptions. They're telling us something. Yeah? They're telling us and warning us at the same time. Like, if you see that statement by Hoang Po, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. So let's say Hoang Po is here right now. I wouldn't have given him a piece of cake. <laughs> but Hoang Po's here right now. Hoang Po's looking at everybody and he's sharing. And he would say, he would see, let's say, Donna, Paul, Coco. But he wouldn't really see Donna, Paul, Coco. He would see Buddha. Right? So he would say to Donna, a.k.a. Donna, Paul, Coco, Buddha, hey, Donna, Buddha, you can't use yourself to find yourself. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah? Now, he wouldn't say it to anyone else other than the Buddha. Why? It would be fucking sadistic, really. Yeah? And then he goes, you can't use mine, big mind, to seek mine, which is also Conrad. And you can't use light to seek light, which is also pre-Conrad, let's say. Yeah? So, Hoang Po wasn't talking to Bill, Sue, Mary, Donna, Paul. He was talking to the Buddha, as all of us, and he was trying to get through. He would, Bill, Mary, Sue, and Paul is an obstruction, in a sense, that the Buddha is, is really producing by a miss recognition, yes? So it's trying to get through the obstruction to the Buddha. The message isn't to you. It's not, um, the message isn't to you about the Buddha, it's to the Buddha about you, yeah? So the Buddha is sitting right now, so we're speaking to the Buddha about you. Now, you thinks it's hearing about the Buddha, 
But in fact, it isn't. She's fine. You know, she's all right. So talking to the Buddha about you, that goes somewhere. Talking to you about the Buddha I've seen goes nowhere. Fucking nowhere. It just goes around and around and around. Yeah? So that's the direction of the message. The message is about what you're not. And warnings about how what you're not will present itself to be you. So that you, as what you are, may recognize it and recognize it and know it's not you. Yes? Because it is going to keep appearing and projecting and pontificating that it is you. Yeah. So wherever you are, as far as you want to be in space, it's going to arise and say, I'm the one in space. That's what it's going to do. And as soon as it gets, as soon as, if it's successful, and there's a forgetting of the Buddha, and then now a remembering of Steve, it can go to such an extreme life that Steve will try to look for the Buddha all the while being the Buddha. So this is why the warnings come. And we're telling you the warnings. I fell in the same holes, something brought me out of the holes, and it informed me about the hole. Yeah? And I fell into a number of them in this little entertaining, and I'm here to share with you the diameter, and what you're gonna see at the bottom of, a hole, of the hole is you. Yeah? And then you're going to think you can get out of the hole using the same shovel that made up the hole. And these are just things that are going to happen. It's not personal. This is the mechanism. The mechanism runs into its own fallacy, goes and does it again, and does it again, and it will just keep doing it. It's knee-jerk. It's not like, oh, I've had enough. It doesn't have enough. It's just mechanical. Yeah? If the lock doesn't occur, it tries the lock again. If it doesn't, it will appear through the skylight, the side door, the cellar, fruit cellar, the back door, land shark, you know, whatever, just to get the door open. And then once you recognize it, it's me. Yeah? Now it's masquerades as you, and there you go. And you'll be lucky if you ever get to feel you again. Yeah? Because every time it comes in, you call it me, it's got the run of the house. And it has its own intention. And usually it's to burn it down sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like we go over a number of the pitfalls. And I think that's part of the message, yes? What is it, dying now? The battery may be dying. No, just have to push something. Yeah. Uh, cut the head off. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I think I've done the job I can. You've all been served the spiritual subpoena. <laughs> yeah. See where it takes you. I have great faith in the message, seriously. You know, Relief may look small, but it's huge, really. I can't imagine what it'd be like to be in the old mindset that I seem to have been inhabited by. I would have taken all the donation money before the talk, and I'd be all the while thinking during the talk, 
Do I have that number of that guy who has the coke and just couldn't wait for this to be over? Call him up. Yeah. So much relief. It's incredible. And then things I thought would never change physically are changing. It blows my mind. I didn't think my leg was going to get better, and it's getting better. I had chronic sinus infections, problems. They've cleared up. Um, having other problems now, but it's fine. But I have great gratitude. My plane flights are like a hell. I'd always be sick when I'd go home from the planes. Now I'm not, that's not happening usually. It's fantastic because I've traveled a lot. So, you know, I had this thing once. This isn't really part of the talk, but, uh, I had this one aberration of behavior that really, I felt really, really bad about since I was young. I would, uh, <clears throat> usually it would have to be with a significant other. If I was just going out with someone, it would never come up. But if I really liked someone, there was a fear would arise. And uh, out of the blue, it would start talking to me and telling me they're trying to set you up or something. And I get paranoid, yeah? And it would block me off from the love and everything. And I'd usually act out. I'd put my foot in my mouth and make a total ass of myself completely. And the emotional, it was amazing when I got sober, I didn't know a statement they used to have in AA, which was an emotional hangover. But then I'd have some, when I'd act out, I'd feel so fucking bad I mean, really deflated for all the, you know, it's like a, like a beast takes you over and roars for a few days, and then you're left with the residue, yeah? And I'd be so fucking bummed out, and it seemed like it was never gonna go away. It lasted for years, and you know, of course you don't really have any choice, but you think you do. While I was limiting my affairs, I just didn't want it this to come out anymore. I was tired of its appearance. And uh, one night, and usually it would happen around holidays, especially. I guess there was some big significance I had. And uh, maybe I felt like I couldn't trust love or something. Who knows, whatever. I had my mother, my father, my grandmother died and brought me up when I was nine. I think that uh, it was weird. I felt like love was hanging out without an object to hit it. And it was a little scary, so it got sucked in. And, started relying on my head from that time on. So here was this night, it was New Year's Eve. I had this beautiful, I had a beautiful girlfriend in San Francisco and I was there and I made a little fucking act out. So I'm leaving, you know, made up some fucking thing, but I didn't really want to leave. I wanted to engage and fucking make her wrong. So I walked down out of that thing, but I didn't want to leave, you know, so I sat in my car and I'm calling her up and I, because I want to keep engaged. And so finally she says, all right, come back up. And I come back up and then there I was and I was ready to go and then something came over. Yeah, and it, a pause occurred. And there was no acting out. And it's just sort of like something left and it has never come back. And I thought that was gonna last forever. I mean, really. And it had made us, it really had affected a lot of relationships in my life. And then it just came, was like all ready to blow, and then it just went, yeah. 
because I just paused and I, I just was open for it to be reconfigured. I just said, I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. And uh, if this can be changed, I'm all for it. And it did. And it never came back since. In a, and the strength it had. It's, it's, it's faked itself, but never. Man, it's unbelievable. So these are the possibilities that are available. Yeah? Things can really... But see, the working on them yourself is a big deterrent. Submitting yourself to be worked on is cool. Yeah, and that to me is what life's about. You see yourself more as an effect and an expression than a cause. And you just, you've realized all the causes that this mental state has produced for you and you've had enough and you're, you're, you're at a point of saying perhaps there's a better way, like in recovery, of trusting something infinite rather than finite self. So uh, the thought system is in a healthy suspicion. You've seen how it has all of the juice through the mind, yeah? You've recognized the mechanism of the trap. You've had enough of living in the trap, so now you can see the trap before it's sprung, and you can see it's not you. You can see it, it's an activity. And therefore, what happens is that gets, it dies on the vine, and then there's so much more that becomes available. Yeah, not changing anything in your life, you just see things completely different. Yeah, and you become, what that statement says, you are what you're looking for. Yeah, the seeker is the sought. All of those things are just, they're observational facts. Yeah, it's over in that sense. Yeah, and in a weird way, if you took a, my blood and tested it, it would so show no signs of spirituality. It's zero, 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 point zero, zero. I have no interest in spirituality as a topic at all. None. What's fucking ever. I have no interest in it. There's not one bit of it in there. Yeah. I have interest in the living of it, for sure. I'm not interested in the thinking of it and going over it or the mental candies stores that people have. Well, there's 11 dimensions. Fuck, who cares, you know? How about this dimension? How are you doing here? <laughs> the other 10 will take care of themselves. <laughs> so, do you have any questions? Anyone? Yes. yes. <clears throat> so, uh, seeing what you are not is like seeing actual fear as what I'm not. Yes. But then, uh, that Part of it is like maybe the sense of um, loss of direction for action figures. That may go on for a little while, but it gets rewired. Yeah, it may bring out its purpose and targets from the stars and put it here. You know, things that are realizable, like getting a good sandwich and shit. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it'll just lower its sight and just, hey, what's happening now? Yeah, how can I, 
weasel my way into another piece of the cake. That would be, that would be worth more worthwhile spending your mental energy on that, that than trying to hold your breath a little longer. Whatever, my view, you see? Doesn't mean the action figure has its own meaning, yeah? And, you know, it's in Rome, and you better fucking render unto Caesar's what Caesar's. Non-duality is not like an escape valve from this. Yeah, you know, this has its own, you know, you know, a pound of flesh action going on. You can't try to, oh, the first reaction of the mental state to non-duality is to try to take advantage of it, trying to use it to get an advantage here. So how can I get out of a lot of responsibility? Oh, there's no Paul. If there is no self, why do I have to do the steps? And AA, I hear it all the time. Well, don't do the steps and you'll be a drunk, fucking Paul. Yeah. Just like someone who's awake and has diabetes, they're going to still take insulin. They're not going to think, oh, now that I'm awake, I don't need insulin. They'll fucking have a seizure. It's just weird ignorance. It is. Just take care of the business at hand. The business as a hand, you have enough attention to navigate today. You may not have enough to navigate 50 years in a day, which is what the mental state would like you to do. It'd like you to go over every fucking possible thing that ever happened and could happen. That's pretty exhausting, but that's not what's on offer here. The offer is do the next fucking right thing. Or just do the next thing, and instead of do no harm, how about do less harm? Let's shoot for progress, you know? Because you're going to harm someone somehow. Yeah, you're going to step on a bug or whatever. Just how about do less harm? So I'm going to get a shirt with that on. Fuck do no harm, do less harm. Yeah, yeah back off a little. <laughs> I mean, it's not asking for much. Yeah, just, and it begets more. Just, yeah, yeah. And the entertaining isn't something you trigger or ignite. It's already there. It's just obscured by all the interest in what you're not. So when that goes, you'll see mind's entertaining itself. You don't have to jump in. All you've got to do, you have an ability to observe. You can observe. You, you've got sentience. You can intimate what's up. You don't have to have your fingers on it. You can sense it. You can sense there's something bigger than you, obviously. You can sense a statement in recovery. Hey, you'll suddenly realize that God, or let's just say a higher power, has done for you what you can't do for yourself, or make it more present tense, is doing for you what you can't do for yourself right now. What? Yeah. Yeah? If that, fe if that feels better than what you're believing, put it on. Yeah, and then you'll have the eyes to see that's exactly what's happening. I wanted to take this freaking bath last night. I assumed I would have to get Epsom salts. Monique suddenly goes, hey, my friend gave me these uh, lavender truffles. You put them in the bath. I never tried them. I've tried Epsom salts. Oh, fuck. So I cut, cut out the going to the store, spending the Epsom salts, and I got the lavender truffles and had them. So my idea, the easiest way, go to the store, it was an easier way. I just said, oh, she just found that someone gave her truffles, and he said, oh, well, give them to me. And now I gave them to the guy who stayed with me. 
So he'll take a nice bath tonight. You see, win, win, win. Yeah, those are just simple samples. Fucking, you can observe that. Hey, I didn't know it could go that easy. Let's, right. And so just tell the truth of what you observe. Is, is, are you traveling lighter? Are you traveling lighter from hearing this message? Are you traveling lighter? Yes. What more do you freaking want? How much is it demanding of you? Nothing. Jesus, and you get the best raw cake you're going to have in Toronto today. Did you think that was going to be here? No. And there you go. So you got nothing and then you get something. Yes? So you get both. Nothing and then something. Well, you know, we do this thing in recovery in the beginning. I don't know if they do it much now, but it was a great thing. You would have someone like a mentor that you'd work with, right? They were going to lead you through this program. It's 12 steps and so that you could have a new way of life. And so some of them would have you write down what you hope for in the first year of sobriety. So you're in like your first month. So you'd write a thing, well, I hope I have a job. I hope I got to get to see my kids again, you know. And then if you stay sober, they, you would read it after a year and you'd see you had so much fucking more. You know what I mean? You were, you were imagining wildly for like two inches it gave you 50 yards. <laughs> yeah, just do a little and you get a lot. It's not, it's not, rash, it's not rationed, it's not proportionate. Mm -hmm. Open up, yes. Not much asked of you. Just, you've got the information, I'll let it apply itself. See if it's true or not. If it's not true for you now, do whatever you need to do. It may be true to you later in a few years. It's not going anywhere. There's nothing new in non-duality. Like 2020 non-duality is not going to be any different than 2019 non-duality. Or 2018 non-duality. It's just there. Or here. Yeah, there's no rush. But if you're here, something's got a plan for you. Go, let it go. Let it complete its mission. It's going to overwhelm you anyway. Yeah. If you want to look at it, love is going to demand itself from you. It's what it's going to fucking do, if you're lucky. All the shit that you <coughs> thought you were successful at avoiding, when love demands it, it's just going to keep having the same door knocked until you fucking submit. And let it pull the love out of you. And you'll be, and you'll be fucking filled. Yes. I used to think it was a drag. Why is this all happening? Because something had to be done. And it wasn't let me off the mat. It would not fucking let me up until I gave up. And then it's all right, fucking now you get up. Yeah. And I thought it was a real burden, but it was love, really. It was love demanding itself, if you want to call it that. It was just not letting Paul, you're not getting over, you're not doing it anymore, bro. It struck me sober. And it says, hey, I got a different plan for you. And that's it. You're fucking running around like a fucking madman's over. You can fight it or you can submit yourself to it. I fought it and got submitted to it. I could just save myself trouble. But perhaps there's the easiest walk the way. You can't argue with reality. You're going to lose every fucking time. Especially as reality, you can't. It's got you set up to lose, yeah?
So whatever loses, to me, it's they're all successful at the end. Yeah, whatever you thought was a real fuck up has been is put is put to great use. Yeah, yeah, that's what blew my mind out with recovery. I swear, the last years I was out there, I knew better, and I still was fucking around. I knew better. I knew it wasn't partying anymore. It was a fucking job. I was enslaved, really. And I thought, when I looked at those years, I saw no value in any of it. I just fucking, it was. And then I came into AA, and that thing that I called no value was put the great value in the program. It's unbelievable. It's like the, it was the greatest recycling. Mm -hmm. You give a, a broken life into it and it makes it fucking useful to so many other people. So all the shit I went through, I could share with others that were going through it and they would identify because I was going through the same thing and I was seemingly on the other side, which brought about some hope. And at that point, hope was helpful because they were truly hopeless. And if you think you have a hopeless state of mind and body, you're going to try to avoid it and just keep getting loaded. But it says it's a seemingly hopeless. It's appearing to be hopeless. It isn't. And then you see someone who is just like you, who's sober, he's got his kids back, eyes look pretty good, he's not in jail, hey, he looks a lot better than he used to. It's a fucking a pretty good demonstration. So, it's... <clears throat> That's it, I think, yeah. Any questions? I would just comment that uh, <clears throat> I think the same observation could be made of people who, who are not in, like I think everybody needs recovery. You naturally refer to people who really got strung out, but I see a tremendous amount of suffering among people who are comfortably numb in the, to quote yeah. the old uh, uh, Pink Floyd blare, you know, I, I look around and, you know, I have a lot of people that come to me because of, because of the book and my writings, and, uh, you know, I, they're not strung out, they're not on drugs, but they're just ordinary people, and the level of suffering is, is incredible. It's just not... Subtle, it's more under the radar. Yeah, yes, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because the, uh, the system is agitation. It's the essence of agitation. So when you're relying on it, you take on its attributes as yours. So there's restlessness, discontent, and dissatisfaction. And it translates as your restlessness, your discontent, your dissatisfaction. And it seems like the obvious logic is to try to get relief of it, but the trying to get relief of it stirs the pot even more. It's a difficult situation to find yourself. You want it to get better, but you're the cause of it not. Very difficult to sort of, what, how, what's the next, how can you go forward when it seems like every going forward is going backward? At least, at least a person who is, uh, has really uh, fallen down, might go to AA and get into a 12-step program. There's just so many people, I just even thinking of some of my immediate relatives, 
they don't even realize I know. they need how much they're suffering, how much suffering they're causing. They'll never go to an, any kind of meeting and they won't even be open to a message like this because they don't see that there's anything wrong. It's a very, uh, it's a bit of a sticky web. Well, you know, there's a big field of acceptance for all that. Yeah. See, there was, I used to, all right, I'm going to do one more thing. The, uh, this is just my take on the Four Noble Truths. You ever heard of them? Buddhism, basic, let's say conservative Buddhism, has like the Four Noble Truths. I think the first part of it is, you know, suffering is the problem, right? They use a word called dukkha, and it's not really the definition. It can't be translated into English, well, what it means. So it's more like a malaise, like a vague off-putting feeling that people have, you know, are all around. And he says, well, desire is what's causing or triggering that feeling. So desire is the root of the suffering. And then it says, uh, the thing is, is to relieve this, you know, the suffering. And then this, and then there's the eightfold noble path, right? Something like that. So the way I look at it is, if you could get to, like, Let's say you're out there. So if you could take all the desires and get to the, let's say, the, 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 the desire that's the closest in your vicinity, it would be the mental states because it's in the desire to become and unbecome. So it's, it wants to become something it's not and it wants to unbecome something it thinks it is. It's like a loser or not lovable or whatever. So it's, there's a movement like a slinky, yeah? So it's a desire to become great or whatever and a desire to unbecome so they're in conflict and it's so the one motivates the other and so it's this to me is the initial agitation and it regenerates itself so desire to become desire to unbecome and it just keeps on and then it's captured in a famous zen saying in this thing called faith mind it says you can't use activity and that would be activity right you can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. So you're using something agitated to bring you to peace, but if it arrives at peace, it's going to get agitated about it. Yeah? You know what I mean? So let's say if, you're, if there's time is relevant to you, if you arrive at peace, you won't be able to enjoy it because you'll say, will there be peace tomorrow? So it's out the window, yes? Because the agita agitation begets what? Agitation. Yeah? So being identified with this system, wherever there's stillness or peace or stability you're looking for, you're trying to look for it as something that's unstable, not at rest and shit like that. And it will give the meaning to what it finds, not what it finds, give it the meaning to it. Yeah? So basically, look, and you can look at it. You want a demonstration of the validity of the statement? Look at spiritual groups and look at what enlightenment produces in spiritual groups, the word, and what awakening produces in spiritual groups. Produces a lot of fucking agitation. People are saying, I'm not enlightened. 
They never had that when they were a kid. They didn't stop playing and go, oh, fuck, I'm not enlightened. They were just playing. But now they get this idea, and oh, how can he be enlightened? I've gone to more meetings than him. I should be. And then there's, so the agitation presented with the statement, you know what, one of the definitions of enlightenment is cessation of all suffering, but the word itself triggers suffering in people searching for it. It's mind-boggling. Mm -hmm. So, cessation of all suffering, in other words, cessation of all desire, chilled outness, is producing desire when the mental state claims it. It's mind-boggling. Right. So people would be better off if they never heard the word awakening. They would have a better day because now they got something else whipping them. You know, you've got to become awake. <laughs> Fucking insane. It's like awakeness trying to become awake. You don't get it. That's why it doesn't work. Awakeness can't redo itself. <laughs> you know, you'd have to believe you're asleep to get the joy of waking up. But the thing is, you can get lost in the sleep. <laughs> you may not have the sleep may be 30 years and the waking up may be very, very infrequent. It only lasts for a couple of seconds back to the sleep. Bad deal. I think give up the joy of becoming awake and be awake. <laughs> it may look boring, but it's a lot more reliable. Yeah? Yeah. So, all right, that's it, I think. One question, Paul. All right. Yeah. Um, so, I've been thinking about the selfing itself, right? Um, <laughs> which triggered it? Which face did Conrad just trigger? <laughs> Let's see. I didn't. <laughs> Uh, uh, none of these. Really. Oh, it's this one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's well. It seems to me from the way you're speaking about it, and I want to kind of get your perspective on it, um, that it's completely impersonal. Like it's a it's a process that's just happening, right? Yeah. And and you're not doing it. So your attempt to stop it implies that you're there's a someone to stop selfing, but it's just in, like a completely impersonal. Process, yes. Right? Yes. So you couldn't possibly. So you trying to interfere with it or trying to do something about it is just pointless. Well, that's part of the process. Right. Part of the process. Yeah. So, so it's like a completely descriptive uh, thing that you're not really prescribing anything. You're not saying, okay, you should do this or you shouldn't do that. It's just more like. Well, I am happening. prescribing one thing. You shouldn't ask her any more cake. <laughs> but continue yes yes I'm not we're not prescribing anything we're just hopefully just pointing out some of the basic pitfalls that's all yeah so when you fall in it you'll see that you're not that which fell in it see the fall the idea the, the mental state throws out wild fucking assertions. It just throws them out to see which one gets the attention, really. It says some insane fucking things. You know, it just throws it out there. And But like, if you follow it, it's like, first of all, I think it's just sitting there, I can't fucking believe I'm getting away with this shit. But you know, it's just, oh, you're a loser, throws it out. Oh, there you go, you know, it's got you. And then you think you're holding the kite, the kite's dragging you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of self-centeredness, you think you're here, you're being driven by that. I see this in the psychedelic community a lot. I'm, I'm very 
tapped into the renaissance of these things like ayahuasca and mushrooms, which in the best circumstance, people are using them in some kind of constructive way to catalyze some kind of a therapeutic kind of breakthrough. But uh, what I see a lot of is, just as in the spiritual game, people are nattering endlessly, and fucking, I wrote a book about it, so I'm the most guilty of all. Uh, they, they talk about their experience and this and that, and they, they just never stop and say, yeah, but who was it? has had that experience yes, yes. even when they're off in the bardos and they're having these incredible experiences and it's very interesting but they never stop and say yeah but who was it that had that experience and that's kind of largely because of you I must say that's what when people contact me that's what I'm directing them to now like yeah, cool. okay I don't care if you've had 200 ayahuasca ceremonies who was it who had those Sermons, and it's amazing the number of people that you talk to, and it's like it's the first time anyone's ever asked them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, well, it's never too late. <laughs> hey, it's a bummer in a lot of ways. Fuck. Yeah, no one wants to hear that message. I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm like Mr. Buzzkill now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're probably not invited to many of the uh, after ayahuasca parties. <laughs> hey, don't fucking call. <laughs> I mean, you'll be bummed out immediately. You know, it's, it's, it gives you a, you know, the mental state loves it because it likes the idea of becoming. It'll spend a lot of time doing that. It doesn't like the idea of being because it doesn't have much to do with that. Yeah. If it can write itself in this story, it's in for the story. But if it can't find a place to write itself in, it loses interest in the story pretty fast. Non-duality is not that much, it's not provoking much interest. Not much extended interest. People like it maybe as when they first hear it, but then they realize it's not an experience or something like that, and there's a loss of interest. Because the interest, the longest sustained interest is in you, is in this you. Yeah, yeah, I find it. I've had a lot of people come and I could tell they would leave soon because they were into experience. And that's an addiction here. It's one of the stronger addictions. So people are addicted to experience and you're not gonna, this is not an experience. It's not about one, it isn't. It will influence your experiences, but it's not an experience. It's, it's bef you know what I mean? It's way before that, so. And I understand totally. I mean, if I probably, you know, I did a lot of stuff and it was exciting because you had a hope that it was gonna bring you somewhere. That was part of doing it, you know? It's like, fuck, and I'm, you know, I'm gonna go somewhere else, you know? And I, you know, I've seen somewhere else, so why can't I get there? Well, yeah, I didn't know all the flaws in the thing. And so one of the things had to do was the at hope had to get extinguished, which it did, by the failing of the system. I mean, I did a lot of stuff that should have got me out of here, and it didn't. And so after you blame yourself for a while, you finally look at the formula and you see, hey, I can't come up to, with the right equation with the primary number one in the math. Uh, yeah, maybe I gotta see question the one 
because I've been, I played, I changed all the other numbers, it's still not equaling, you know, peace and everlasting stability. So let's change the primary number. There's been a one in all of them. All of the equations, let's take, put zero in, see what happens. And then you lose interest in the equation, first of all. You don't even go to the second example. <laughs> you fucking fuck. You know, the interest goes somewhere else. You're not even interested in knowing that. Yeah. Find out if it's not for you, it's not for you. If it is for you, you won't be able to help yourself, really. Inevitably, you may leave, but you'll come back. Yeah. So, hey, that is it. No. Can we just look? I got it here. This was a very good one I, we made today.